I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Off the Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin. It's another week, therefore, it's another episode. Today's episode is with composer Opie. Um, I can't start to tell you how amazing this chat is. Some story, some story. You know that if you've listened to this podcast before, so much of it is around those sort of formative years, you know, whether it be school or the first song that had emotional impact on you and first records you remember buying. And, 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 and Jean was... Uh, brought up in a uh, a cult, and and he talks about it today, and it sounds like it was a, a harrowing experience for for, for anybody uh, to ever have to go through, um, and it it's, it it turned this podcast on its head. It was, and and he's so open and so positive, and was driven by music and love, and and he said two things you know, that are more joyous in the world. I'm not, I'm not sure there is. Um, it's a wonderful conversation. It's it's very vulnerable. He, sh- he really shows some vulnerability, which I can't thank him enough for being um, brave enough to do that. Um, just a, a, a fascinating guy. Um, j- j- honestly, t- towards the end, there's such a beautiful throwback to to Lana Del Rey and to Chris Martin and to, to, to uh, it's crazy this guy's lived a very very interesting uh life and and you're about to hear him uh, talk very openly about it um from his car in Paris which was uh was quite surreal but um it was a one of my favorite ever episodes and uh yeah so uh, make yourself comfortable for this one because um it's a bit special if it's your first time listening, um, hello and welcome. We're we're already sort of four hundred and eighty episodes in, so when you finish today's episode, um, please go and explore the back catalogue because there's there's hundreds of of, uh, of of episodes to be enjoyed. There's we we talk about um, a few bands on this this podcast, like we, we touch on the Killers. Um, you can hear me chatting to the Killers. There's as an episode with them in the the back catalogue and and. I'm, I'm not going to go into it because I just want to hurry up and get on with today's chat. But go and have a look in the back catalogue. There's hundreds of episodes with loads of amazing musicians and comedians and actors and producers. Just go, just go and have a 
go and have a look when you finish this episode. Um, I want to thank Scroobius Pip and everybody at the Distraction Pieces Network. Um, and I want to thank uh, the team at Blue Murder Club Podcast that uh, produced this amazing true crime podcast. Go check that out. Um, but yeah, right now, I just want to skip all the Patreon stuff, skip all the social stuff. I want you to enjoy today's episode of Off the Beaten Track Podcast with Roby. It's Off the Beaten Track Podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. You've made stew with him. We are recording. How are you today? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Thank you. Um, where are you today? I mean, I can see you in your car. Whereabouts are you? <laughs> yeah, well, I had to go back to. Uh, I'm actually uh, just outside Paris, right? Because um, I'm I'm getting ready to to shoot some videos for my upcoming album, and then and then off to London. Wonderful. Are you coming back to London? Yeah. 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 Lovely, lovely. Well, look, we're going to talk about your journey uh, on this podcast and, and where you grew up and where you've moved. And um, I know that London does feature quite heavily in your in your life. But to start, I always kick the podcast off by asking guests a song that they regard as having the greatest ever intro, please. <laughs> so, uh, for, for me, the verb, Beatrice Sweet Symphony. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> tell, me, tell me why you chose that. Um, it's, uh, it's the first thing that came to my mind because of the, like, you know, the, the, the strings just, just like this is, is, is for me is mind blowing. It, yeah. You know, it's so beautiful and pure and, and so, you know, like, uh, dramatic and melodic and it has everything. And, and also it's not what you would expect, you know, from even a pop song or something, you know, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's the most beautiful intro for me, for sure. It's, um, it's strange because... If if I'm correct, that is a sample, isn't it? That 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 string section is is a sample from a a version of a Rolling Stones song um, from some sort of classical record uh, or classical interpretation of a of a Rolling Stones track, and so the yeah. Verve didn't get hardly any royalties for arguably their their biggest ever hit. Uh, oh. the, the money went yeah. straight to, to Jagger and Richards. Uh, um, <laughs> Well, it's good we don't do it for the money, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> it's a beautiful, beautiful record, and I think when that intro starts so soft, and like, and you can slowly hear the strings coming in, and like, you just get that sort of elongated string, and then when you get that, ba 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 ba, it's like, yeah. oh, but it starts quiet as well, which is it builds and builds and builds, and then all of a sudden, them strings sort of come to fruition, and then the when the drop comes with the beat, it's just anthemic yeah. isn't it it's such a, a, a punch in the face yeah and it and it's classic it doesn't get old yeah absolutely that could come out yeah. today couldn't it and nobody would would question that it's it's completely timeless that's such a good shot um, yeah. and i think it's impossible not to picture the video when you hear it just that iconic video of yeah, richard sure. ashcroft just walking just walking down the street it's, it's so simple yet so effective and it works with that music uh, agree 100 percent. yeah um i'm always interested to know when you're walking through london or through through paris or wherever and you've got your headphones on are you picturing yourself in a music video no really 
What what do you mean I'm pitching myself in a music video? Uh, I, I I can't not have music on my headphones and if I'm not walking along, I'm in my own music video. It's all happening around oh. me. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, for sure. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I was like, are you pitching yourself? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, of course, because I mean it's a movie, right? I mean, yeah. for me, we live in a virtual world anyway, right? Yeah. Everything is, you know, it's what we make of it. So for sure, music enhance and and creates a full world, right? Like a yeah. video game, two hundred percent. Like this is, yeah. And I've always, I mean, that's how I make music for me, right? Yeah. Like that's the way I compose. I make music that is going to take me to a place, right? It's like a, a, an opening, like a level of a game or something. And, and I'm interested when I speak to um, um, pop writers and, uh, and rock bands and stuff. I'm always interested in how the the way that people consume their music now is far different from how it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Insofar as the apps like TikTok now are becoming, you know, important for for pop bands to get their music out there in these sort of tiny little bite size sort of uh, snippets of tracks, and 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 the 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 importance of featuring on Spotify playlists and things like that to get your music out there and how that's kind of moving a lot of pop writers to to really focus on grabbing a listener within like five seconds because everybody's attention spans are so short now and they want the next thing yeah. the next thing because of technology uh-huh. as a composer that makes more beautiful sort of uh, classical music has that changed in any way, shape, or form for you? That the, the way that the shift in technology has to, uh, and and the changing in, in the shortening of attention spans. Do, do you know where I'm going with this question? Like, has it affected uh, uh, you as an artist? I mean, I, I I see where you're going, and I'm going to be very, very blunt, and and you know, very blunt. I think it's all bullshit, and I think people are getting dumber and dumber. Number is true, you know. Like, don't get me wrong. Socials can have a good function if we are in charge of them. And I think, you know, it can be a very good thing to to connect with people, to spread some music and stuff. stuff. But right now, it's 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 mental. Yeah. It's mental because it's changing. And a lot of, as you said, a lot of pop writers now are trying, okay, to grab the attention. But what the fuck? We make music. We're not here <laughs> yeah. to. Nobody drives me mad because I'm like, you know, we live in a society right now. It's just be famous, be big. So what do you think they do? Girls just show their boobs, their ass, anything they can, you know, if they're hot, because like they get, you know, millions of followers. But I've never played the game, you know. I mean, I've never played the game. Yeah. And if I do, and right now, even my label, everybody's pressure me get more active on social so i'm definitely the worst person to talk you know about but uh, uh, and i said well all right but i want to do it with something that is meaningful you know meaningful to me which is you know the the, the way i drive my life the way I, go, I got out of my you know shitty you know bringing a lot of stuff like that but being meaningless as it is right in the west where we we just you know we're being told just post as much as you can to be as big as you can i mean what kind of world is that and then what does it mean does it mean that oh all right so you're famous so so you're smart so you're wise so you're going to teach our kids you know the values of of the society of you know 2025 or whatever i mean it doesn't make any sense this is you know and music come on sorry you see don't get me started no 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 i i i I, I agree i completely agree and and i'm always interested to to, because it always sparks completely different reactions and what you're saying I, i i agree with that all of these things that that are thrust upon that that you know via social media the one thing that kind of gets left at the back is the actual art and the exactly like, <laughs> and it's like everything exactly. else other than this 
this beautiful creation that is the art that's parked up there because you've got to be doing this, this, this to grab people's attention. So that's why I'm always intrigued as to what people's everything is about is. money. Yeah. And that's why I'm not playing this fucking game. It's money, money, money. But guys, what are you going to do with money once you die? Because you're going to die. And you know, clearly right now we're going to die maybe sooner than later. So what are we going to do? For me, we're here to evolve. We're here to try and be the best we can as human beings. Be kind, be compassionate, you know, try and learn things, you know, like push yourself, challenge yourself. And right now, the only challenge we're being told and to do is like, all right, have more followers, you know, be bigger, do this. So people die every day of doing shit on socials, yeah. right? They, 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 and, and, you know, so this, I think, you know, probably more death than, than a lot of disease, you know, if you see what I mean. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And for the art, I mean, the art is dying. Yeah. But dude, I mean, I was, you know, I was signed my publisher with Cobalt, right? Like a big publisher, you know, and, uh, and, I make music. So for me, first, we shouldn't even put people in a category or like, oh, you are pop music, you're a hip hop. No, your music, that's it. And you make a song that can touch people or not, right? Yeah. As simple as that. Because let's say, you know, I know a lot of my fans actually are not fans of classical music at sure. all. They're like, okay, you know what? I listen to Gotan Project, to, to you know, to, um, uh, to Bjork, to, so it's, Music is music. And I'm sure even you right now in your collection, you have, well, I have some hip hop. I might have, you know, some, some jazz. I have a lot of pop because, you know, I'm a British East Londoners. And, and, and this is, this is what we are. You know, yeah. We're not, you know, in, in a little box where we, you know, people want to put people in, in, in a box. And now we've got the pop, the box of social media. And for example, I got to Cobalt and I'm like, you know, I make music. So, I, you know, I've written songs as well. And they're like, oh, if you want to write songs, just copy everything that is in the charts because that's all of our artists, you know, and they copy each other to make, you know, the next hit song in the charts. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I want to make art. I make music. You know, I'm happy, you know, to maybe do a collab with someone that I, I, I admire, not because they're big, not yeah. because they, I mean, this is, you see, and honestly, if you do this and, and if we have, you know, people, musicians listening to, to us, you know, and they're young musicians trying to make it, I mean, that's a big advice I would give and tell me if I'm wrong, but I think it's very dangerous to do that yeah. because maybe you get one hit. But once you get the hit, what do you think? You think, oh, that's it. I'm there. No, you will never be there. And then down. you have the stress. I break that down to two things, right? I think like there's fashion and there's style. And I think if you have a style and you don't compromise that style, you just work with that style, grow that, that style, style lasts forever. A pair of Levi 501s, right? You can wear them 20 years ago. You can wear them in 20 years' time. They'll still be stylish. Fashion, exactly. that comes and goes in 15 minutes. And that 15 minutes of fame, you'll probably earn a lot of money in a very short space of time. But as you say, at the end of your life, so you've got a lot of money. Does that give you a legacy? Does that give you a body of work that people can look back over? If you make great art, when you're gone, people will still be able to admire and enjoy your art. And I think legacy is more important than music. Uh, sorry, is more important than money. Uh, 200%. And, and people, we need to educate kids. Come on. Money is not everything. Money is the, the value you give. Yes, of course, you need just enough to be able to buy, you know, your groceries and have a shelter. That's very, very important. 
But again, on socials, we only see the rich and famous and that's being all around. And I think that's disgusting. We cannot elevate a society this way because, you know, it's impossible. So we need people to step in and have, you know, the bravery to say, come on, you know, we can live together and have a better life, but not this way. And music art right now for me is dying. It is dying. It's not, you know, what is, you know what I mean? I mean, come on, like it's. John, that's the most animated answer I've ever... I've done 470 of these podcasts. That's the most animated answer I've ever had for that question. Thank you. <clears throat> Sorry, right. I can't, I can't... No, I love you know, it. I, yeah. I love it. And I, I, I'm, I'm on board. I'm, I'm on board with what you're saying. Um, I'm going to take you back, though, and I'm going to ask you for track two, please, to tell me the first song that you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you, please. Uh, so it was, I think, I can't remember when, but it was uh, Video Games by Lana Del Rey. Yeah. If you had to pinpoint what emotion you drew from that, what was it? It was a, and it still is, a kind of a melancholia, but also something that is, uh, I, I was saying like, you know, it was just the way it flows. Da, 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 da. Uh, you know that is it it's kind of it, it flows but if it doesn't flow with happiness not sadness yeah. it flows with something just in the middle that is almost a kind of like fatality yeah. you say that you know and, it, and that's and, not an easy thing to do is it hit that sweet spot in between yeah no it's not I think that was absolutely brilliant that was genius yeah yeah so, you know, while, while we're looking back, tell me about um, where you was born and, and where you spent your early years. Well, so, yeah, I wasn't, I mean, it, it does explain my music and that's why today I, I talk about it. But, of course, I mean, and also because I healed. Um, but I, I grew up in a, yeah, I had, you know, shitty upbringing, but like, like a lot of us, right? So I'm not, you know, not bragging or I'm not. And But, yeah, you see, I'm already speechless. I don't know how to express <laughs> I grew up in a cult, right? I grew up in a cult and um, and uh, I, I didn't really have access to a lot of things. Uh, you know, of course, you know, the physical abuse, emotional abuse. And uh, the day of my 18th birthday, I left. I left the day of my 18th birthday. That's was this it. in France, now, Sean? Yeah, that was, that was in France in the middle of, uh, of nowhere, kind of. But also in that area... We, we were moving a lot, you know, to get, not to get really, you know, caught or anything because, because, you know, I mean, we, the, I, I knew later when I was 18, actually, um, you know, the police and the, the kind of secret services, you know, told me, uh, I had a meeting with them um, and they told me a, a lot more that I knew was, was happening in that, you know, in that call. So that was, a, so I wasn't born in it, but I grew up in it, you know, so I think it was around three, three, four that, you know, my mother got us into it. And, uh, and, and yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was really fucked up. Now the luck I had, I had a little piano, little keys, you know, at home. And, um, and when we moved, I always had something. And when I didn't, I was making it in my head and I almost made music. And that's my approach to music from the beginning. I didn't know that basically it was almost like an angel, you know, giving me something to be able to cope and to survive. And, uh, cause that's how I see it, you know, yeah. it wasn't, you know, and, and and that's why I make still today th- this music, and also that's why I push. I mean, yeah, that's why I push and explain, try to explain to people how I did it, you know, and yeah. and why I'm not unique and I'm not special. Everybody can do it, but most people. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Don't know they can. In, in regards to, you, you said there was a, a, a piano there, but I, I don't know how sort of isolated the, your upbringing was, but was, was you being... Was you sort of exposed to to sort of popular music that was that was no. on the charts? You you was that was kind of just not part of your life. So that's the thing. No, we didn't have anything to play music at home, right? So I wasn't, you know, uh, I wasn't basically surrounded by music at all. Plus, at the time, because I'm you know I'm 39, so in the 80s, we didn't have music in shops as much as we have now. Now music is absolutely everywhere, and I think it's driving people insane, you know, without realizing it. It's too much. But at the time, you know, you didn't. So I wasn't, you know, but I think it was a really good thing, actually, because silence is a huge source of inspiration, you know, boredom as well. Because, you know, they were telling me, I mean, it was fucked up, you know. I mean, I got beaten up. You have 40 people around you beating the shit out of you and saying, like, yeah, you need to take the ego out of you, you know, and you're eight, nine years old. And you're like, well, I don't understand. And at the time, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm bad. And I grew up like this, right? And the only way I felt better was when I was making music, you know, and, and I was making music all the time. You know, they, were, they would put me on a chair for the whole day, not moving. You're not allowed to move again to to take the ego out of you so i wouldn't move and uh and and i would make music in my head well was, was, was that a pure pure escapism it, it, it was it was it was a meditation it was a meditation and you know when i was making all these notes then these notes they were like putting them th- themselves together you know a bit like numbers create our reality right yeah. i mean I really believe that it was the same for me. And then it was taking me to a place and in my own video game, right? In my own movie, you know, to go back to the beginning of the conversation, sure. it's absolutely like this. It was like creating this safety. Wow, I'm on a cloud. I'm in my own world. I feel great. Da, 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 da. You know, having this music, that's it. You know, all, all the time. This and because of, I guess, you know, their bringing, 
when I was not doing that, I was counting all the time. And, and I still am to, today. So numbers every, uh, all the time. Absolutely. Like it's an OCD, but counting absolutely everything. And, and everything has to be parallelism, geometric. It has to be perfect all the time. John, I really appreciate you sharing that. That, that, that's, that, that. I really appreciate you sharing that sort of vulnerability to talk to talk openly about that. Thank you. Um, for, I mean, we'll stay in those sort of formative years and, and for this track, I'd, I'd ask you to tell me the song that reminds you of your time at school. And, and tell us a little bit about school, because how, how was that growing up in, in, in a cult and, and having to school? Like, where was school? I mean, so the, the, the guru of the cult uh, allowed us to go to school because she was in a very big cult beforehand, you know, before that. And, uh, and she also did like two years of psychiatric, you know, hospital. So when she created her own, uh, she didn't want um, basically, you know, uh, have even more of the police and everybody around. So we were going to school, but being really, you know, told what to do, what to say, you know, and fucked up in the head. So it wasn't, yeah, it was not very happy school, to be honest, at all, because it, I was not allowed, you know, to have friends or to go to parties or to, you know, and uh, and also everybody kind of knew in the school that I was in a cult, especially later, you know, when I was a teenager. So it was yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't great. But music at school, none, you know. Besides what I was doing, you know, I was just I was not listening to music. Never really really listened to music. Was that not much? Was could you? I mean, as as somebody that could play uh, piano and such, was 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 there opportunities to do that at school? So it's funny you ask because, um, uh, so in a French school, you always had a bit of, you know, music lessons, you know, so, um, uh, uh, that, that, that was, the, that was it, but uh, not really instruments you could play. However, when I was a teenager, um, at the school, they, they wanted to punish me. So they put me in a boarding school, like one mile away from the castle, you know, cause we kind of grew up in a fucking whatever. And, um, uh, there was no piano there and I was, and, and I was, I mean, I was in very bad shape. I lost a lot of weight. Like it was, it was whatever. But, and, uh, I went to the director of the school and I asked, okay, can we get a piano? Like, you know, she was like, well, we need the signatures of people like a petition. So if you can get like, you know, I think it was 500 signatures. So I went, you know, in, in the outside at the time of the break, you know, and I made everybody sign. And two weeks later, I had a piano, and it was literally my piano, and it's still there today, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, that was the most that was amazing because I was just playing, and and I was lucky because as I was playing at the time, you know, there, I don't think there is a secret, right? You you where you put your intent, you put your energy, right? And then of course it's going to work because yeah. because that's what you do, and 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 it started with an intent for me, right? Playing the piano, and my my French teacher actually, you know, found me a place to to play so when i was 18 i could go to this uh, bar and get a bit of money and my philosophy teacher loved it so much he was taking me to conferences you know because he also knew about the cult because he was paid by the police to give information that was not like officially said but that's what they told me so it was you know it was so fucked up but the music everybody could see that the music was really helping me yeah. so it became my little room of music and that was that uh, it really helped me cope it was uh, really really helped me yeah I generally ask guests what they wanted to be when they were at school, and and, and I can't imagine where your your head must have been at at, at that point. School's hard enough for for most kids to navigate their way through, let alone having to deal with what you was dealing with. But 
having somebody encourage that music and 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 see your see your skills and 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 your love of music playing that piano did it did it always was there any other sort of option for you as a as a potential career or any kind of goal looking forward other than music um uh, you know what i think because i was challenged very early like in my life i think that's how you de you develop you know i think uh, i think that's how you develop intelligence right if you're never challenged then you cannot develop your intelligence right and i think that's what's happening with the socials you know yeah but um i was so challenged that i was i was smart and 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 school was was very easy you know and i was always being punished because i was a, a, a rebel and I was writing, I was, I would never do what, what I'm told to do because I hated it. And at the end of the day, now realizing it, I think it's because I was so unhappy. So I wanted help, but always had good, good grades. And, uh, and, and basically when I was, you know, um, 15, I was doing the philosophy homework of the, of the 17 years old, you know, when, when I was uh, being punished and you have to spend time in a, how do you say that in England, you know, when, well, they, they they punish you, and you've got two hours of you know, let's say, work, you know, in an office yeah. or something or whatever. So I'm doing doing that, but it's um. So yeah, my teachers, everybody was like, "Well, you need to to do like you know some very proper studies after after you know baccalaureate, you know, the A level." And I was like, "No, I want to be a musician." And they thought that were, that would be a massive waste. And they're like, "You'll never make it. You'll never go anywhere because that's the French mentality towards music as well." And I don't blame them. But for me, I was like, you know what? My life is shit. I'm not going to spend, you know, like uh, like my, my whole life doing something I don't want to do. I just want to play music, you know, and I'll get where I want to be. I, I, you know, that's it. And, and I was like, I have nothing to lose. Well, what, what the heck, you know, would I do anything else? But they were pushing me. They were like, you know, please go go and do like, you know, this preparation to like these big schools and blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, I don't care. Yeah, I didn't care. I never, I never did, and and honestly, and today, to be honest, I would say even the same to kids. I mean, look, even the system, the whole thing is rigged. I mean, come on, fuck <laughs> it. But look, you know, like with pandemic, they just gave them, you know, yeah, you can do it online. So, all right, so you do it with YouTube next to you, and then that makes you having a grade, right? And then, well, and then you're going to be a doctor? I mean, <laughs> you're going to have surgery on me because you, you use YouTube? <laughs> it's a bit... <laughs> uh, well... Okay, I'm going to ask you for track four. Uh, please to tell me um, the first record you remember buying from a record store. Parachutes from Coldplay. I mean, that's a good start. That's, yeah. And I was, I'll never forget because, I mean, I don't know if you heard the story, but basically, you know, I was, so I was again 18. And a lot of things happened. <laughs> but so I'm on the street. I have no family to go to because I'm emancipated. They closed the door. I mean, whatever. So I'm just like, fuck, you know, I have no friends, really. I'm just like, and I'm on the street listening to that album, you know, um, uh, in Paris, because I moved to Paris to try and get, you know, work and, you know, and, and I was crying. I'll never forget because I was crying all the tears of my body. And, you know, as you said, sometimes you feel in a movie, but then I became outside of the movie. And I was saying myself how absurd and ridiculous it was, you know, how cliche uh, it was for me to just walk down the street crying, listening, you know, to Coldplay and the snow and in the winter and around Christmas. I was like, fuck, there is everything, you know. And, 
and and yeah that album just stayed with me for for a whole year basically you know a whole year and it was so emotional and very beautiful and and yeah so that, that was amazing it's crazy that you know that you, you bought your first record at like 18 hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style years of age it's crazy it's like obviously so many people are just getting you know buying like cds and things when they're when they're small children and the fact that it took you because of your situation to the the, the age of 18 before you could go and like get music that's uh yeah i mean well, you... it's crazy for you but for me no because it's all i knew yeah you know so, yeah but when you say that when you say that i'm like oh fuck, that was crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so it's um yeah, it's it's funny because yeah, it is now. Now I realize, and I have kids, and I'm like, whoa, you know, that's that's not fair. Yeah. But for me, it was it's normal, and that's the problem of of you know of cults and 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 I think we've got more around, you know, that that people even realize we because yeah. even in the society, everybody is his, is his own, you know. I mean, look at brands, right? For you, maybe I don't know, maybe uh, a long champ bag is wow, you know. For some people, it's shit, and they think no, Burberry is the way to go, and and it starts like this, you know, having all these little, you know, view of things, societies. I mean, look how for me, it's a sect a bit, you know, the U.S. right now, right? You've got the Democrats on one side, the Republicans on the other. They hate each other, they kill each other, and what the fuck? I mean, it's, it doesn't doesn't make any sense. We're all yeah. humans at the end of the day. We should be able to have views and things, but everything is dividing humanity at this you know at this point right now it's it's yeah. very dangerous and i think that's how a cult start yeah absolutely C- certainly when, when you know when when the world is in a, in a in a bad place and and society's crumbling and people are feeling vulnerable and weak that's when lots of people start to sort of take full advantage of of, of that situation and that's when not just cults but that's when you know you see when there's um, I, I, I was reading something the other day about the the, the rise in sort of like um, right wing extremists um, and neo Nazi groups preying on you know poor you know confused lost young people that you know that are, that are the the outcasts and from from society that are the the people that get ignored that that, that these kind of right wing groups target the vulnerable like that and, and in, you know and bring them in and, and we see it with, with terrorist organisations as well, you know, it's 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 how they operate. And yeah, and I think unfortunately I do think there's more of that to come because I think, you know, it's certainly in the UK at the moment, like it, it's pretty rubbish. <laughs> it's not it's not a good place to be. No, no. No but and nowhere in the world right now. Yeah. I mean look I mean in France right now it's 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 a mess, everything I think you've got loads of. Uh, I mean, look at Credit Suisse in Switzerland. I, I read, you know, the New York, you know, uh, New York Post yesterday saying, you know, like uh, <laughs> corruption, right? I think money. For me, there is no conspiracy. People are oh, conspiracy. I mean, guys, yeah, conspiracy is money. That's it. For money, people are ready to do whatever and 
and, and look today. And as you said, absolutely. But look, the, the, the way we cannot even talk about it. And look, I'm even like reluctant to talk about anything towards politics and, and, and religion. And because because you the problem of the socials is, as you say, the five second you know, attention. Yeah. We cannot have a conversation in five seconds about those topics. Yeah. And the problem is everybody is trying to have a five second conversation yeah. about politics, religion, you know, gender, whatever it is. And that's a massive problem because yeah. then, you know, people get upset, they come focused, they get, they get nuts. And then we're going to end up in a world war three, you know, in, in a year time, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, that, that's why we need to focus on music, you know, which is a good way to unite Absolutely. people and, Absolutely. you know, and love. I really think love can 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 save the world. I really, really think so. Because if we're more compassionate and at the end of the day, what do you, you and I, what do we want? We want to have a peaceful life. Yeah. You know, making music because you seem to be a music guy yourself. You're of right. Course. And, and, and the rest with your family and your friends. That's it. You want to love and be loved, right? Absolutely. And I think that most people right now are not being loved, don't have the love, the necessary love. And because of that, then they start, you know, having other, you know, interests in life. Because yeah. I think everybody, everything starts with the lack of love. And I see it with my mother. I ended up in a cult because my mother, when she grew up, her mother left her when she was two years old. She was raised by her, basically, of her grandmother, right? Her father, my mother's father, was like an inter a French intellectual. He remarried quickly. The woman didn't really want my mother and her sister. You know what I mean? So, and then my mother, always looking for love, always looking for, you know, God. She believed in God and she still does. And, and she did, you know, and she trusted somebody who told her, look, I know God and I'm going to help you. And of course, at the beginning, she was nice. She taught her a lot of stuff. My mother was very young. And then, you know, it happened what happened. They all, all starts, you know, see what I mean? It's a, yeah. and there was no conspiracy. It's just the way, you know, things goes. And I think that's what is going on right now. Look, if you say to black people, oh, it's because of the white, the white are rubbish. I mean, if you say that to them, there are a lot of people are very smart and they're going to think, come on, you can't say that. And some people are going to say, oh yeah, you're right. And then they're going to say that to their kids. We're going to say that to the kids. And then you're fucked and vice versa, right? It's like saying to, to black people, white people, oh, look, he's black. Fuck you. You can't say that. That's wrong. But, and that's everywhere, right? It's in the West, but it's also in Africa, right? And it's, it's, I mean, look at, so again, I think really love, love, love and making music, but making real music, you know, getting people in a state, a state of love, a state of mind of peace. Come on, you know, we do it together because we do breathe the same air. I want to. Sorry, I, I got very deep, right? No, <laughs> I got very deep. no. This, no, this is fascinating, and 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 I, and I, I can't. I don't want you to to, to compromise anything you want to say. Um, I, I I want you to to be completely open and honest, and and I'm, I'm this this is a, a wonderful chat. Um, it, buying music at eighteen for the first time. I'm I'm also curious to know that as a young lad, not going to to parties and things like that. Tell me about what it was like, and we, we'll tie it into um, the, the 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 next track, which is uh, the song soundtrack going clubbing. How how was how was that to find yourself in a nightclub for the first time and being exposed to loud music and 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 all of the things that I guess most people have, are already kind of used to uh, by going to parties and 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 being around sort of 
friends and and, and loud music. Uh, I mean, su- f- surreal. To be very honest with you, not fun because I wasn't even drinking at the, at the beginning and I felt like in a zoo. I was like, why are people acting like this? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, but, but yeah, because I, I was sober. I've never seen it. I was like, whoa, that's that's a bit weird. Um, uh, but the music, of course, having very loud music straight away put you into a mood. But a few years later, and that was in the UK, actually in Oxford, right? When I, I ended up studying in Oxford Brooks, that's where... I started clubbing and and having a lot of fun. You know? <laughs> I mean, because it's a, uh, it's when you, of course, when you drink, you know, and and especially me, I was, you know, drinking and blah blah blah. I was like, I started drinking in the UK too, to be honest, you know, and uh, in in actually in Oxford, and and yeah, the, the music with with you know with the drugs because for me alcohol. I mean, I don't drink anymore to be honest. It's been ten years now because it's it wasn't it wasn't working for me, but. By the time when I was doing it, you know, uh, I, it's a tricky question because I did enjoy it for a short term, but then I was regretting it the next day because I, because I would never, I, I had so much trauma, man, you know, like so much trauma that I would not remember what I what I've done the previous night. I would wake up with a broken nose. Uh, I had my the the back of my skull opened, you know, like. Uh, I woke up in blood in my bed. I mean, I thought I was going to die. I mean, I had like, so it wasn't working for me at all. But that, that, th- those of the few minutes of being a bit, you know, uh, like tipsy with the music, bam, of course, that was, you know, that was, uh, that was insane. But it, it wasn't worth, you know, the damage for me because yeah. I, I was really, I was too damaged. I would, you know, and uh, yeah, it, it, it wasn't good for me. I think today, I can still, I mean, I don't really go anymore, but when I do, because I do sometimes, you know, of course, you know, I have a bit of fun. I like, you know, the people, the atmosphere, um, but the drinking, yeah, for me, is, 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 um, doesn't really work, you know. So, but I would say not one song, I would say two songs, though, Okay. which is, you know, that I would say Kings of Leon, Sex on, Sex on Fire. You know, because I think it's a fucking great clubbing song. Absolutely. And the killers, right? And the killers, somebody told me. I mean, wow. I mean, they're both Insane. absolute, like, student indie club classics, aren't they? Like, there's nothing yeah. right. They're both absolute. And, I mean, as much as, you know, people look at, at the Kings of Leon and that song as, you know, as, as, a, as a guitar, as a rock song, it's a perfect pop song as well the verse and the chorus it's so full of hooks as is the case with with somebody told me it's just yeah, tailor-made yeah, yeah. to like hear it once and it's it's in there and it's it's stuck there it's perfect pop yeah it's great love it absolutely i love but that's why i couldn't choose pick one because like yeah. it, it really is too <laughs> love it love it Right, I'm going to take you home, and uh, and I'm going to ask you to tell me uh, a favourite song from an artist from your home county, please. Have you heard of Gotan Project? I have. I mentioned earlier. I love. I mean, I love Gotan Project, and I think it's a shame that they're not working together anymore. You know, I, it's uh, anyway. Uh, Differente, I think, is a, yeah. a, a. It's so fucking cool. 
Yeah. It's like, I love this because it's kind of in my world in the sense that it's like, you've got this kind of world music because I, I love music as a whole. I, I don't, again, I don't like boxes. I can absolutely love, you know, like those pop songs, for example, for sure. Um, I, I love everything that's, I, ca I cannot say I love everything that's good because that would, that would be very pretentious. But uh, I love something that makes me feel something, you know, yeah. that's the most important. But that's, and that's what music project. is, right? That should be yeah. that, that feeling, whether yeah. it's melancholy, whether it's joy, it's like if music, connects then then that's good music right yeah 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 uh, uh, yeah absolutely and th and that's why right it, it can be sometimes very very different stuff and and that's what i love about music is sometimes oh wow that makes me feel something and, and as you said before fashion and style and that's for me towards the style if you do something that is true to yourself and you listen to something that is true to yourself because the problem of fashion music you know never last of course you know you can bang it you know like you know with the, the labels you know 20 fucking thousand times a day and of course people are going to end up liking it, you know for sure yeah. but it doesn't mean it will last you know forever because then you know it's a uh, th that's why it's the perception as well i mean it's it's a long philosophical you know thinking but uh, yeah. right there is something there uh, so yeah, no, Gotan Project Different is absolutely, love love that, absolutely Wonderful love that. Choice. Wonderful choice, right. This is your last track, and uh, and this is where you can um, be a tastemaker and, 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 and turn people onto something new. And I'm going to ask you for track seven, please, to tell me a song that you think many people may not know that you would like them to hear. So as I don't have a huge, you know, pop culture, uh, I didn't pick a pop culture effect, uh, a song that I heard in a, in a, as a soundtrack of a movie called, I think it was The Gardener uh, a long time ago, called um, Ayub Ogada. It's, uh, it's an African guy and, and, and the song is called Obiro, Obiero, like O-B-I-E-R-O. -E and I think it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I think it's very beautiful. When you, when you said you that... I have. When you sent the list over, I, I went through them and it's oh, a right. beautiful, beautiful record. Right, yeah. isn't it? It's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's really, yeah, I think it's really cool and, and very, and again, for me, it makes me go somewhere. And that's yeah. what I love about music. That's why I loved, you know, that, that, that track and the album. This is amazing. Yeah. Lovely. John, we make it really easy for people to, to go and listen to that because we, we put together a little Spotify playlist to accompany today's episode so people can go and listen to all of the, the records that we've spoken about today and, uh, and, and, and go and explore them. Um, so tell me a little bit about what you're up to now and what's going to be happening over the next few months with, with, with your music. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a touring. Uh, I'm coming back to the UK uh, at the end of the year. Um, I think the 18th of November uh, for a show at the Queen Elizabeth. So I'm really looking forward to that. I love playing in the UK because I just did a tour, you know, in the UK. That was uh, that was really cool. It, it's my home, you know. I mean, I've yeah. got a British passport. I spent, you know, even though I've got a bit of an accent, <laughs> I spent 17 years right in yeah. the UK. So, uh, yeah, I, I love the UK. It's more my home than France. I mean, I don't spend much time in France, to be honest with you. I live in, I live kind of, I mean, between London and, and, and Portugal, uh, you know, now because I've got two little kids. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I've got my new album, upcoming album coming. I've been working with strings on that. So I've got also some orchestral stuff and so I'm really excited about, about this one. Um, and, uh, yeah, the tour, uh, and some projects as well. I've got a little collab, <laughs> With, uh, you know, might have heard as well with uh, Lana Del Rey. Um, I'm on her next album, which is really exciting. Um, uh, and I think what she did was beautiful. To be fair, the, the, the beautiful thing, I think, uh, of not uh, 
as I've not been into the kind of like, you know, the, this way of brought up like, like most people, uh, I have a, a different, you know, uh, thing with everything that is uh, either showbiz, you know, industry or whatever. Yeah. So when they told me about, oh yeah, Lana Dere, like she 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 wrote something on one of your pieces, and I was like, uh, all right, that's that's cool. And at the same time, I was like, whoa, that's my music. Don't touch my music. What are you, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know? I was like, oops. And 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 then they sent it over, and uh, and I was really worried. I was like, oh, you know, because I yeah, you know, and and um, and it was beautiful. I was like, yeah. wow, okay, that, that that's beautiful. And uh, and I liked you know what she did before, but when it comes to my music, you know it's personal. You know what I yeah. mean? There is no right. It's of course it's your baby. You know it's like asking me. Oh, people ask me that all the time. Like, oh, wh which one of your pieces is your favorite? I'm like, well, it's like if you ask me which one is my favorite child. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a bit tough. You know, absolutely. But how, how beautiful <laughs> to go full circle from from you know video games being like one of the first records that really sort of touched you to to fast forward x amount of years and now you're working with with lana del rey that's wonderful life is life is life is just it's weird right i mean it's weird and it's beautiful and that's why i think the most important is always be positive yeah. force yourself to be positive say it out like come on i am good i'm a good person i'm happy because when you do this you put your and yes it's crazy for me look lana del rey i mean chris martin as well right i mean he got me a piano like 10 years ago you know when when i met him you know, at this party i mean i i was asked to play a piece of music at that party you know and and 10 years prior to that I was on the street listening to Coldplay, you know, not even thinking in my mind that would be, be possible. I mean, right? You, you, that's why you never know what life can can bring you. But I think if you give yourself to life and, you know, you, you surrender yourself to something bigger than you, which is for me nature, right? That's what for me, you know, as Einstein would say, right? If When he was asked, okay, do you believe in God? He said, but first define what what you mean by God? Yeah. And then I would tell you if I believe in it or not. And and that's why I always say to people, I'm like, yeah, for me there is a God, but it's not this person, you know, with its authority. For me, it's more of a vibration. It's more nature. It's more love, right? Because when you are like this, you're happy. Yeah. You're good. And then, you know, it's it's a it's a video game, then, right? Anything can happen. Sean, this has been an absolute delight. I can't thank you enough for 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 coming on today and. Uh, 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 and doing the podcast I, it's honestly been one of my, my favorite episodes i've ever had it's been a, a, an absolute delight talking to you thank you so much thank you for having me thank you so much have a good day you too Bye. i'm gonna press stop don't go anywhere that was some listen um what a remarkable life life turnaround um just yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit speechless. I've just finished the episode and I've, I've just jumped straight on to record the uh, the intro and outro. Um, some sometimes you, the, the, these these podcasts, you know, as, as you know, it's all based around the same questions and and over the the hundreds and hundreds of episodes now, that there will always be some crossover of of questions and answers where um you know it's been said before and things like that. This was something very different and very unique um and for a lot of it i was just a bit open mouthed really at, at, at just what some people have to endure during their life and and to come from that and to become you know and to turn it around and to be so focused on on 
you know, positivity, love and music. Just remarkable. And yeah, uh, I've got nothing else to add. I really haven't. I like to normally do a little bit of waffle at the end about socials and stuff. But I, I think you've had a good, you've had a good listen. And, uh, and I want to leave it uh, well alone. So I'll see you next time. And uh, and thanks once again to uh, to Jean for for just being um, such an open and and honest and and, and vulnerable guest. Um, just remarkable. Um, I'll see you next time. Bye bye.